0: Hi, and welcome to the B2B Marketers on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Christian Klepp, and one of the founders of Einblick Consulting. Our goal is to share inspirational stories, tips, and insights from B2B marketers, digital entrepreneurs, and industry experts that will help you to think differently, succeed, and scale your business. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of the B2B Marketers on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Christian Klepp, and today I'd like to welcome a guest into the show, Who knows a thing or two about end-to-end video strategy, video production, and video marketing services designed to increase sales, lead generation, and client loyalty. So coming to us directly from the Director's Chair, Mr. Robert Weiss, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much. What a great
1: intro i'm like smiling like, who is like who is that guy i don't know, I, know or,
0: him. <laughs> I, I don't know i've heard a lot about him but you know we're sitting where we're, we're gonna find out in a bit right
1: there you go uh, sitting pretty
0: but yeah exactly but you know robert it's it's great to have you on the show and you know uh, we're, i'm lo- really looking forward to discuss something that you're clearly passionate about and talk about what has obviously been a year for the history books so mm-hmm. um let's get this party started. But you know, like before you give us an intro to yourself, Robert, I gotta, I, I gotta say like, you know, we've had a couple of conversations in the past. And uh, one of the things that really like struck me or stuck out the most was that you didn't have any uh, uh, video production experience to speak of uh, when you launched this company. So just talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, you really did your research. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I that's, that's right. Um, I, I guess I saw the writing on the wall with video. And Mm -hmm. that was because of my background in basically selling internet marketing technologies, you know, first websites back in the day Mm -hmm. when there was no WordPress, there was no email marketing software, no content management systems. And we had to build all that stuff. And then that went to everybody was spamming people with email about, you know, now it's email marketing. So all of these, you know, digital marketing, tactics that we take for granted today and mm-hmm. of course we would never do without them that wasn't so 10 or 15 years ago right and now video is you know just on that kind of beginning stages which is kind of funny because if you think about video being so ubiquitous mm-hmm. in our world today yes. i mean like youtube is a behemoth mm-hmm. we're on you know watching video all the time on netflix and tv and we've watched video forever in terms of like advertising
0: Mm -hmm. this
1: video on a different channel it's been around forever but the adoption of this type of uh, b2b and and b2c video Mm. from a content creation standpoint is really just beginning uh for the most part
0: yeah no that's uh that that's really interesting that you mentioned that about content creation. And we're certainly um, you know, we're certainly gonna circle back to that later on in the conversation. Um this might be an obvious question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Why do you think it's so crucial for businesses to invest in video? Do you have another half an hour of podcast
1: time? <laughs> I'll try to get to the high-level stuff here. Yeah. You know, um, in no particular order, we're mm-hmm. becoming a nation we're becoming a nation of watchers first versus readers. Right. Um, and then even as we go through the, the sales funnel, we're mm. consuming information. Yes. And you know, video is, you know, is is the, the tactic that gives the most amount of information in the shortest amount of time. So right. why would why would you as a buyer not want that? Right. Right. And that's video. Mm. You know, we're we're in a give it to me quick world with everybody being so busy and video gives it to you quick. So, And while it's giving it to you quick, you don't have to put any brain power into trying to figure stuff out, Mm. spend time reading. You have visuals, you have music, you have people explaining things Mm -hmm. to you as a buyer. And that makes it easy for me as a buyer to make a decision. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what stage in that decision process you are, uh, the right video at the right place at the right time helps move that person through the funnel because of what we just said. You know? mm. It's easy to consume and it gives the most amount of information
0: in the shortest amount of time for people mm. to make decisions. Man, you brought up so many great points there, and I, you know, I think a couple of phrases come to mind. You know, based on what you've said in the past couple of minutes, I think one of them is certainly uh, instant gratification because people don't want to like work too hard to get to the point, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So there's that. There's that, and I think it's 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 the other the other thing you said about like you know people um, finding the need to digest um, amounts of information or like copious amounts of information and content within a shorter time and also in a format that's, um, well, again, easy to digest. Yeah.
1: Well, then, you know, you can take this down a layer, mm-hmm. right? Uh, decision-making teams, B2B, right? Yeah. Uh, if you're my boss and mm-hmm. I found this great product, what am I going to do is stick a whole bunch of pieces of paper in front of you and try to explain it to you and have you yeah. not understand it or I can click a button and right. play for you a, a two-minute video and you're going to get it. Yep. (laughs) You know, like how great is that?
0: Yep. Exactly. Versus versus the forty slide PPT, you know, like, okay, this is what we do slide one. This Mm -hmm. is our product, slide two.
1: (laughs) Yep. Well that's that's a different use case, you know, Mm -hmm. for video. And certainly, but the same thing is true, right? You know, you've got five companies presenting, four of them using PowerPoints that have been there, done that, one of them clicks a button. It changes the entire dynamic. Of presenting your company to that decision-making committee, right? And and nobody interrupts a video. Yeah, right. Yeah, that PowerPoint slide. People are on their phone. They got their laptop open. They're not mm-hmm. paying attention. Nobody interrupts a video. Right. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, give us some examples of how you believe. Um, Video can be used in B2B. So, you know, that's like anything from branding to lead generation, thought leadership, and well, most importantly, uh, sales, right? Yeah. All, I mean, all of those. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be hard within the time
1: that we have to really get into all of those use cases. But mm-hmm. kind of what we said before of like, you're my boss. Instead of giving you five pages and me trying to explain it, yeah. I'm going to click a button from you that the company made, by the way, that mm-hmm. we're trying to buy from. And the company is now telling the boss who they did not have the chance to be in front of mm-hmm. everything that the boss needs to know, yep. you know, to move to whatever stage, the next stage of that sales process is. So, um, but you mentioned branding, you mentioned yep. awareness, lead conversion, mm-hmm. sales, content mm-hmm. marketing, mm-hmm. SEO, PR, social media, recruiting, training. These are all business objectives, mm-hmm. Right. The answer is the right video project fits into all of those. You do not have one video that's going to solve all of those challenges. No. You have the right project, just like you would on paper or any other thing, to affect that specific business objective, right? We've got a saying is that the first thing to do when you start thinking about video is to forget about video. (laughs) It's not about what the video looks like it's mm-hmm. about the business objective and what the message might be at that particular place in time with that business objective yeah which would yeah. be different so why should your video be the same no exactly. it should be different
0: exactly um yeah i mean like that's that, that that's exactly it and you know you, you brought up a couple of great points um you know some of them being <laughs> and, and i think um if I were to summarize it, like kind of um, it, it, a lot of it has to do with the way that you you package it as well, right? Like you package the content, you package the approach. And um, I, I think something that you alluded to a couple of minutes ago as well. It's something that um, <clears throat> they used to tell us in school, right? Like when you'd ask like, how long should something be? And the teacher would always answer long enough to cover the subject, short enough to be interesting. There you go. done. Okay. Mic drop. Boom <laughs> um, So, in a COVID environment where almost everyone is working from home, how do you think B2B companies can continue to create uh, video content? Uh, that um, is challenging. There's many
1: ways to do that. You know with our business, most of the video production companies were shut down.: Yeah, because how do you shoot people in an office when nobody's in an office?: Yeah. All right. right. And for companies, there's a couple options. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they can do the still hire a video production company. You know, you've got safety protocols that we adhere to, and you mm-hmm. have to have the people want to be in the office. That's one. Yeah. And then companies can do it themselves. You know, they can have people shooting video, which is, you know, pretty challenging, I think, and pretty crappy yeah. for the most part. Yeah. But there's a few that have done it well. Uh, You can use stock footage and B-roll and motion graphics Mm -hmm. for the right place at the right time, like for professional services like law firms and software companies. who typically have people Mm -hmm. in front of the camera. I wouldn't recommend animation all the time. Uh, And we've got this thing called remote video capture, which really not too many people know about. Mm -hmm. And we basically utilize uh, uh, mobile devices and we have an app that our client downloads, and mm-hmm. we give them a session ID, and we capture um, video footage from the phone. It gives us some controls over the phone, and we still maintain the professional services of coaching them and directing and pre-production and post-production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only difference is we are capturing footage via the phone. Right. So the, the worst quality uh, of, of footage that we can get is the best quality that our phones can give. Mm -hmm. And our phones can give pretty good video quality if the frame is right and the lighting Mm -hmm. is good. And it's, you know, it's professionally produced and and we're seeing really great results with Mm -hmm. this technology. Uh, It takes a little work on the client's end to turn the cameras and get set up. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I I could show you a couple of videos that we've done that you wouldn't believe that we were. 4,000 miles away, like a shoot we did in Paraguay or
0: yeah. 2,800
1: miles away, a shoot we did in Seattle mm-hmm. or
0: 1,400
1: miles away, a shoot we did in in Dallas. So yeah. really, really good stuff.
0: Yeah. Wow. I mean, um, I, I know that you and I have had this discussion before uh, about the specific service, but talk about, <laughs> talk about video, taking video production to the next level. Right. Um, and, and, and do you think that that's something that's going to, uh, continue to be a trend at least for the next two to three years oh a thousand percent yeah. i mean uh i hope so <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> going back to what we talked about yeah. of how i got into it um, yeah with with websites circa 2003 four and five you know people yeah. just getting started with their first website where some companies yeah. were on their second one already mm-hmm. right even in today's world some people like invest heavily in search engine optimization, search mm-hmm. engine marketing, and others are just getting started. Right. So video is certainly in an, an adoption mm-hmm. and the adoption will increase. I think on a scale of one to ten, we're probably in a three and a four right now in terms of, you know, business to business. Yeah. Obviously, like, you know, the Cokes of the world and the brands of the world and the TikToks. Like I mean, yeah, that's sure. more consumer video. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking like B2B video it's really just getting started mm-hmm. and where I see the trend is more of businesses being strategic with mm-hmm. video. Okay. There's going to be some that will invest in it this year and next yeah. and and not get it right. You mm-hmm. know, either they'll do it themselves, they'll not have a marketing plan associated mm-hmm. with the video once mm-hmm. it's done, they will pay too little. To a a company or or not get as much content or, you know, for whatever reason, there's going to be companies that are going to poo-poo video because they didn't get it right. But then there's going to be other companies that know they need support of a professional, seek it out, get value content for their money. And guess what? Video works. Uh, We have so many case studies that, you know, the client didn't overpay. Mm -hmm. They paid the right amount for everybody, you know, to get a good quality product. We made some money, but the point is that they got something that they needed that fit their organization and that Mm -hmm. resonated with their business objectives and then gave them significant amounts of ROI.
0: Right. Right. So, you know, they, they clearly, uh, you know, got something that they needed at the time. It wasn't, it, it wasn't like perfect, but it was something that they could use. It was something that generated good results for them.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't use the word perfect. It was, it was perfect for them. Right. Right. What's perfect for one company from a, from a budget standpoint and from a business objective standpoint. And I'll also add in from a, from a cadence standpoint, uh, meaning doing video multiple times a year Mm -hmm. is different than another company's budget, business objective and cadence. Mm. So every company, and that's where we come in, we try to help out regardless of your budget, regardless of your business objective, and regardless of your cadence yep. to make a smart investment. Mm-hmm. So it resonates. Yep. So you can do biz- uh, So you can do video for other business objectives.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Hey, it's Christian Klepp here. We'll get back to the episode in a second. But first, is your brand struggling to cut through the noise? Are you trying to find more effective ways to reach your target audience and boost sales? Are you trying to pivot your business? If so, book a call with i consulting, our experienced consultants will work with you to help your B2B business to succeed and scale. Go to wwwi for more information. Speaking of investment and um, strategy, mm. um, talk to us about why you believe video is so powerful in marketing and Also, why it's so important to have a video marketing strategy? Uh, Again, there's probably a a, a number
1: of things I could say at this point. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to scratch the surface. It's like this is another half an hour, you know, (laughs) podcast. But, you know, people buy from people. And when they go searching for information uh, or or they're going through the sales funnel, they're engaging with people. In today's world, we're, we're engaging via Zoom. Mm. But there's still so many moments in between face-to-face meetings that people are researching. Yeah. And when they can get information from other people, then, then they're going to buy. You know, I, you, yeah. you're, you, An educated consumer is the best customer or something. Mm-hmm. Cy Sim said that. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to the, the sales process, for example, mm. I'm a sales guy. I'm selling you. At some moment in time, I'm going to bring my technical person on the phone with me, on the Zoom call with me, face to face meetings. Mm -hmm. But my technical guy is going to kind of talk to you and your technical team, and they're going to get to know each other and they're going to exchange information. What if I had a series of videos of my technical guy explaining all of those things that are typically asked during that call? This is where the strategy comes in. Mm. Let's be thoughtful and strategic about what kinds of content we need that mimics the sales process, right. right? So if I had those series of videos that I sent you before the meeting mm-hmm. and you watch them, then on the meeting, you kind of heard the same things and then maybe you know I send them to you again and then you watch them again, mm. right? You're just consuming this information and getting informed and educated about the value propositions. And of course, me as a sales guy, I am sending you the relevant videos, just like I might send you the relevant PDFs, Mm -hmm. send you to a relevant page, send you a relevant customer to call from a testimonial. Right? These can all be videos that you have, Mm -hmm. and it's easy for that person to consume. They're getting to know the people at my company. And they're getting to know more of uh, the processes because it's easy for them to consume. It gives them the most amount of information in the shortest amount of time.
0: Robert, that answer alone was worth its weight in gold. <laughs> I have to cool. say. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, um, I, I think one of the points where I would say you hit the nail on the head is really that, you know, before somebody comes to you and says, Hey, listen, we need a, we need a video and it's for this purpose. Um, I, I think they got to think it through, like, uh, and, and I believe that's what you were alluding to, is like, you know, where that fits into the sales process, into the buyer's journey as such. And also, like, what what's the purpose of this video? Like, what, what, what role should it play within that ecosystem? Exactly. Right. A hundred percent. You know, again, going back to what I said before, mm.
1: the first thing to do when you start thinking about video is yeah. to forget about video. Right you know, right. it's not about that. Is this a sales exercise? Is this a branding exercise? Do yeah. I need content for SEO? Is it PR? Is it crisis communication? Mm-hmm. You know, like, these are all different things that people create content for, but they create the right content. Now, one of the things about video yeah, um, that goes into, you know, like, what's so amazing about video is that most of it lasts a long time. Yeah. So let's go back to that example of I'm a sales guy and I've got my technical person mm-hmm. that I bring in and I have a series of videos of him answering common questions. How long is that series of videos going to be relevant to answer common questions that most customers have? Three years? Five years? Six years?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So that's you're making the investment today, mm-hmm. Those videos can be used literally every day, every week for the next six years. Mm-hmm. What other marketing tactic or sales enablement tool can you get that gives that type of personal connection, information exchange, and long-term, you know, event horizon? Like, mm-hmm. well, a long-term ROI horizon. Yeah. P.S. When you put these on your digital channels, yeah, and they get more views. And those pages get hit more and people stay longer on those pages. That only is more valuable to Google. Right. You know, Bingo. But,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 That's exactly it. Um, I was trying to find a term for what you were talking about earlier. And I guess you're you're, you're referring to like the shelf life of this type of content, correct? Correct. It's like a yes. shelf life. Yeah yeah so so you you know with all these use um you know cases for video and and you spoke about it a couple of minutes ago uh, a little bit like you know um how how can businesses get the most bang for their buck when it comes to video investment
1: uh planning uh there's there's a couple ways okay. to, to do that there's the marketing of that video or videos mm-hmm. that's a way to get the big bang for the buck. So. Mm. Um, knowing what the business objective is and what the channels of distribution are mm-hmm. of those videos and being able to leverage those videos through the channel. We have something called a video first strategy mm-hmm. um, that allows us to kind of help our clients create the most amount of content and continue to build those, those link back to right. the video wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the first thing, right? Having a plan to market it once they're done. That's the first thing. And the second yeah. way is to get the most out of a production. Mm-hmm. So if a company like ours is going in to shoot, you want to try to get the most amount of content from them while they're, while they're there. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. We did a recruiting video for mm-hmm. um, a, a financial services firm. Mm-hmm. And part of their uh, value propositions of, of working for them were different themes. For example, work-life balance, yep. access to management, mm-hmm. upward mobility, uh, meritocracy, mm-hmm. and in this recruiting video, like there's people that talked about that those themes. Yep. Those were themes. Yeah. But we also, in the project, we created vignettes. So not only did the the organization get this one high level recruiting overview video, yeah, but they also got five other vignettes that focused each only on work-life balance, access to management, meritocracy, Mm. et cetera, et cetera. Diversity was one of them. So in aggregate, right, they had a collection of videos as people looked at that top one. Mm. Wow. This is a cool company to work with. Let me learn more. Mm. And then they got these small vignettes. So, we were able to produce those six videos within a couple days because we were planned and thoughtful in advance. Now, yes. did they pay more money for this? Yes, they did. There was mm-hmm. more time, more work, more effort that went into us doing that. Yeah. But on a per video basis that they're going to use this over the next three or four years, the per video investment goes down. Right, so that's another way where
0: companies can really get a a, a
1: good bang for their buck.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, those are those are definitely great examples, and I, and I believe what you're also referring to is what they call like you know getting more juice out of the squeeze, right? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah.
1: there's there's a term called batch production, mm. which I think is kind of where a lot of people are yes. using that term, where you're going to produce a batch, you know, yeah. three, four, five, six, ten 10 videos, you know, in a, in a session mm. um, versus just one, because it costs a lot of, okay, it doesn't yeah. cost a lot, but it costs for a production company to set up all their equipment sure. and mm. then break it down and drive places, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. You can amortize the, the investment there across multiple videos versus just doing one. Mm.
0: So that's kind of a, the concept. Exactly. And then, you know, of course, when you're on site doing things like, you know, filming a lot of B-roll, I think, I believe you posted something about that on LinkedIn today. Yep. (laughs) And same thing. Like, what are you going to do with that
1: B-roll, right? Right. Um, Staging some shots and even pulling out just uh, images of that B-roll screen captures and posting on social media Mm. or, you know, 15, 20 seconds of whatever B-roll that is. Yeah. Uh, or knowing that you're going to have another shoot down the road, but you have this VIP in your office that day or an executive that's in from out of town. You might not use that now, but you know, you're going to use that in six months from now. Like it's some being thoughtful. Yeah. And planning. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you've built a, you know, you've built a successful business around video production. And uh, let me see if I can get the, these numbers right. You've produced over 900 videos in the past 10 years. Yep. Right? So from that mm-hmm. alone, I'm going to assume that you've probably seen it all. So, most of, No explosions. <laughs> yeah. No explosions. So, well, let's hope it doesn't get to that, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so talk to us about some of the most common mistakes that you've seen people make when it comes to video and how these can be addressed uh okay so a couple things that come to mind are
1: scripting yeah right um we when people say okay i'm gonna write a script we're like oh please don't (laughs) (laughs) um you're not an actor if you're in business right maybe you are an actor listening to this i don't know but most you know business people are not actors so we want them to outline Mm. I mean, look at us today right i mean we we plan for this like Mm -hmm. we came up with some questions in advance. Yes. Am I going by a script? Are you going by a script? No. No. We're going by the talking points that we have and we're able to talk about it. Yes. So that's the first thing that I would say, whether you do video by yourself or do it with a professional, do not script, outline. What a good professional video production company will do is get the cheeks in the seats to perform just like they do when a camera is not in front of them and they have clients in front of them yeah right they don't have a script when they're at a trade show or Mm -hmm. they're on the phone right right so if we can outline in advance we have a direction of of knowing where they're going and they can perform um lighting is important uh a couple things that i've seen with DIY is they have the light source behind them like their mm. window behind them so it
0: looks like face a halo face the window
1: <laughs> yeah face the window yeah right get light on your face yes uh put the camera at least eye level or a little bit higher and tilt it down don't yeah. have the camera below you mm-hmm. and then audio you know make sure you have good audio in today's world uh not so great video is, you know, people can deal with that, but if yeah. you've got bad audio, you know, they, they oh, turn yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. um And I guess, you know, a couple other things now that I'm thinking about it, you know, have a plan in mind of what you want to do after the video is complete yeah. of how you're going to market it and try to get to some consistency level. You know, mm-hmm. we talked a couple times already in this podcast about the different business objectives that you have and you know how you would typically rate, create PDFs or documents yep. or web pages for all those things. Well, it's yep. the same thing with video.
0: So yep.
1: Try to be a little bit consistent with,
0: with video. Yeah, yeah. No, those are, those points are really awesome. I'm sorry, I was just taking notes as you were talking because <laughs> they, they brought back some pretty funny memories of some of the projects I was involved with. And um, uh, that one, um, that first point you mentioned about being scripted, I mean, that, that is so true. I mean, people people should not sound like they're reading from a script because they 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 should be behaving or they should be conducting themselves as if they were at a client meeting where they're not going to be reading something. So yeah. 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 In
1: today's world, people are getting a
0: little bit smarter with watching video and knowing yes. what
1: is good and what's bad. And yeah. when you have a video that has a lot of cuts from camera one to camera two, mm. back to camera one, back to camera two, yeah. It's edited. <laughs> oh yeah. Right? Yeah. And When we produce, we want to try to get somebody to look at the camera as much as possible. And sometimes I'll even stand behind the camera Mm. so they can look through the camera. I want to see the person's eyes. Yes. And it's okay if they're just like I just did right now. I did a pause Mm. or I stumbled a little Mm. bit. That Mm -hmm. is fine. Yeah. It's fine. But is the message there? Is it professional? Does it position them in a professional manner? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, the answer is yes. And with the script,
0: it just doesn't work. Right. Well, it just feels some, um, well, for lack of a better description, orchestrated. Yeah. 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 You got it. Yeah.
1: And um, I'll say one, one more hmm. thing about a script. Please. That, I, that I've, um, after 10 years, I've just realized mm-hmm. that when people come in with a script, it's, it's like a mind fuck for them because they know what's on the script yeah so they're trying to stick to the script Mm -hmm. but you know who else knows what's on the script yeah no one else knows what's on the script right right (laughs) so if i I were to say things out of order or say things differently nobody knows but because it's scripted they know
0: and Mm -hmm. it messes them up like crazy yep yep i totally (laughs) agree you going with that one yeah yeah couldn't agree more or they'll, or they'll stop halfway and say, no, wait a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that differently and they'll start rewriting Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. You feel my pain there. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I do, brother. I do. I do. Um, I was saying it earlier. We're not going to talk about COVID, but talk to us about changes that you've seen this year in your field. And tell us about your top three predictions for video moving forward. So the the changes for this year has you
1: know kind of been like I said before like there's been a lot of decrease in video production because there's nobody at the office yeah and for us anyway we've pivoted to remote video capture mm-hmm. and while it's it's a phenomenal solution I don't see that going anywhere because it's so yeah. cost effective to companies. Mm -hmm. One of our clients is a a global law firm and they've got like 14 offices here in the States. Mm -hmm. And it allows the marketing team, which is based out of Chicago, to support all of the offices.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So their
1: their healthcare division, for example, uh, is all over the United States. And we're doing an eight video series uh, of healthcare related, like legal topics that right. they're going to package mm-hmm. and, and promote as part mm-hmm. of their you know healthcare initiatives. Mm-hmm. They would not have been able to do that prior. So it's a great solution to companies because it significantly reduced the cost of creating content. And, and quite frankly, this type of talking head content yep. doesn't have to be super amazingly produced. It needs to be that person pontificating and being professional. Yeah. So it's great. And in terms of going forward, you know, I think I said this before, like firms being more strategic yeah. about yes. video, right? About yeah. um, thinking about video, uh, having higher cadence to it, mm-hmm. uh, marketing that video, thus, you know, more adoption. Yeah, And very similar to... Um, uh, this is more of uh, you know answering to the industry at large video mm. production at large um, everybody and their brother is going to be going into video just like <laughs> in the early 2000s like everybody and their brother went into uh, the website design yes and there's going to be you know like high medium and low firms that service those level of markets just like you've got cars mm-hmm. and houses and furniture like every market mm-hmm. but because everybody and their brother is going to go into the market, the market's going to expand. I think uh, prices are going to come down a little bit. Yeah. They already have Mm. uh, because of COVID demand is demand is a little bit lower, Uh, but then it's going to shake out and there's going to be companies that are going to go out of business and Mm -hmm. the strong will, you know, survive. Yeah. So that's probably more of a five to 10 year uh, prediction on Mm -hmm. the video production market at large. Yeah. Um, and then the last prediction is something that I've no clue about but I'm going to predict it anyway yep. is you know video is just zeros and ones mm-hmm. and browsers are just zeros and ones mm-hmm. right so somebody's going to come up with a super cool way to start integrating video natively mm. into browsers I don't yeah. know how that's going to happen or what's going to happen but somebody's going to do it
0: Well, yeah, it's almost like the natural, um, like a natural evolution that's, you know, it's going to take all of this to the next level, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, um, that's really amazing. Um, I I was almost going to say, um, you know, to your second point about like everyone and their brother doing video, would you say that it's almost become a little bit commoditized?
1: I guess to an extent, yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, what, what? what business hasn't to some extent. Yeah. Um, and I think it's up to the company to non commoditize their own brand, their own company, their own services. Sure. So you don't fall into that game. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. And, but again, like it's video, the video production industry is not unique mm-hmm. to that
0: phenomenon. No, so, no, no, certainly yeah. it's not. <laughs> I yeah. could think of a few others. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, hey, Robert, man, this has been such a great session. Um, th- thanks so Thank much you. for coming and sharing. Yeah, um, it's been cool. It's been good. I, I
1: really um, appreciate your questions. Yeah, They're, they were great. And um, whoever's listening, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you get a lot of good information and we'll share this and, and develop your own video content strategy.
0: Absolutely. Uh, speaking of, if, if you know if somebody would like uh, w- w- would want to hit you up for video production, how do they get in touch with you?
1: 646-319-8609. Give me a call. <laughs> 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 Other than that, head, o- head over to our website at Multivision Digital. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're a manufacturing company, we have a specific website called video for manufacturing.com.
0: Wow. No, that's yeah. good to know. That's good to know. Video for manufacturing. Gotcha. No, well, Robert, once again, this session has been insightful, informative, engaging. And I certainly hope that the listeners took notes while you were talking because you were giving them, you know, so much value with your experience. Um, well, thank you. Thank so you. So take care. Be safe. Yeah. And as you say, um, as you say in your email, I'll see you in front of the camera. See you in front of the camera. <laughs> uh, catch you later. Thanks. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the B2B Marketers on a Mission podcast. To learn more about what we do here at Einblick, please visit our website at www.imblick.co, and be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes or your favorite podcast player.